And the person interviewing me wrote those words down, looked up from his piece of paper and said to me, so do you think we're going to like that? Yeah, I, I do what I do today, Kathy, because of a fourth grade field trip. No credit to me, just me fumbling along with what I knew at the time and the dog being very forgiving of my mistakes. Aren't you tired of it? I know I am. So much bullshit in the world today and so many issues that people just don't seem to want to talk about. Here's the thing, I'm not really the kind of gal that sits by and doesn't talk about shit, in case that hasn't become abundantly clear to you by now. I mean, we are 75 episodes into this thing. I'm the one that puts on the hip waders, charges right into the middle of the very uncomfortable topic and says, hey, this looks awkward, let's talk about it. This is such a fun thing for me to do that I actually, this month, am launching a new monthly series. It's equal parts lecture, open coaching, and debate discussion forum. And each month I pick a topic and we bust through the bullshit. If you hit up the show notes, you will find a link where you can get more information and make sure that you're kept informed so you don't have to miss the next one. In the meantime... This month, the topic is something that has been coming up over and over again, and so I figured I'd share about it on this week's episode of the podcast. Don't talk to strangers. If for me, it's like this laughable idea, don't talk to strangers. I talk to pretty much everyone, anywhere, under any circumstances. I am my father's daughter. There is no stranger in the world to be, just the friends I haven't met yet. But of course, I've heard the warning, the admonishment, don't talk to strangers, don't take candy from strangers, don't get into cars with people you don't know. Now, the truth is, some of that counsel, not necessarily off base. But what have we created in the world by creating a culture based in such fear? Don't talk to strangers. So that, dear listeners, is what we get to tackle this week. The topic of not talking to strangers. And why it's actually a load of horseshit. I'm Kathy Brooks, and this is Talk Unleashed. Don't talk to strangers. Every one of us has heard that at least once from a mom or a dad or some sort of guardian or responsible person who's trying to keep us safe. Don't talk to strangers. Uh, The irony for me is that my mom used to not worry so much that I'd be snatched up by somebody. Of course, when I was a kid, that sort of thing wasn't really a thing. But she didn't really worry about that so much as she was concerned that I'd get lost because I would just wander off talking to somebody. You see, for me, there are no strangers in the world. They're just friends I haven't met yet. Several months ago, I had the great privilege of being invited to join a Parisian-based startup called Open Bubble. Georges, the founder, and I had known each other for a number of years and hadn't spoken in quite a while. We reconnected last summer. And we reconnected on LinkedIn, and we had this Zoom chat scheduled a coffee just to catch up so I could hear what he was working on. And he started talking to me about a trip he had taken to the south of France a number of years prior. He had just gone through some deeply 
emotional, personal stuff, and he was on this holiday to rest and recover. But after several days, he found himself feeling lonely. And here's the thing. He's a grown man. He sees a woman sitting alone at a bar and walks up to her to chat with her, and there might be assumptions made. Same might be made if it's a guy sitting alone at a bar and someone just walks up and starts talking to them. Because as adults, for some reason, the idea of just engaging in conversation that has no purpose other than just a moment of connection, for some reason, I don't know where this came from, I don't know when it started, but it's like we're not supposed to do it. Adult men suffer loneliness at a greater percentage than most other people because they don't have a lot of friends. Don't ask me where I got that statistic. I read it somewhere. I'll dig it up. The point being, when we're kids, you can drop any kid onto a playground, and even if the kids don't speak the same language, within minutes, they'll be playing with each other, engaging, connected. And at the end of that day of play, a little one will run up to its guardian and say, that's Petey, he's my new best friend, even if they couldn't exchange two words in the same language. Don't talk to strangers. When did it become such a dangerous thing to engage with someone we don't know? Now, I get it. I get it. There are bad people in the world and kids get snatched and bad things happen. Yeah, I get it. And if I live my life wandering through the world terrified that every person is out to get me, you know what I'm going to get? A world filled with shadows, a world filled with monsters, a world filled with strangers. 97% of the encounters that I have with a stranger don't change my life. 100% of them do. There isn't an interaction that I have, a person that I connect with, a conversation I might engage that doesn't leave me just a little bit changed. And hopefully, the same can be said for whoever gets to interact with me. Sometimes that experience isn't always a good one. It could be a moment of friction. Or like today, I engaged in conversation with the people whose car was parked next to mine at the park where I was hiking with my dogs, kind of mindlessly took off my sunglasses and put them on the roof of the car, and then got distracted by the people with their dog, got the dogs packed up, got in the car, and drove away, leaving the sunglasses on the roof of the car. I drove back to see if they were there. They weren't. I could be pissed. Talking to the stranger, I got distracted. I lost my fucking sunglasses. (laughs) Or I could just not even look at it as a thing. So I lost my sunglasses. I'll get another pair. And I did enjoy the conversation. When did we start being so afraid? Who was it? Where was it? What was that moment? The look of suspicion that people have when they're looking at a face they don't recognize. When did it stop being a look of wonderment? I can't answer it. I don't have an answer. I don't know when it came up for me. I do know that I was raised in a family saturated with fear, fear of everything. Part of me wonders whether it's some sort of historic generational trauma of the Jewish people, the trauma of persecution over millennia. I mean, you can look at the history of the Jewish people, and there's a pretty good statistical data set to show you that people are out to get you. Anti-Semitism, it's a thing. It's alive and well, unfortunately. But does that mean that I walk through the world in terror? No. 
Does it mean that I don't engage with people who I think might be opposed to me? Well, that would just be silly. 97% of the interactions I have with strangers don't change my life. 100% of them do. And I never know what that's going to look like or how that's going to look. And so I get to be curious. Because here's the thing. If I'm curious and I lean in, I might find that we have more in common than we don't. So back to Open Bubble. So George and I start talking about his experience, and he tells me about the startup that he's launched to address the problem. Because we all live in a bubble. We don't think we do. I like to think I'm so egalitarian, so open-minded, that I take in information from all sides. Truth is, the internet very, very carefully and selectly puts me in a silo based on my search engine choices, based on the articles I read, the feeds that I follow, the people I'm connected to. So even though I think I am getting a broad spectrum view of the world, the truth is just snacking on my newsfeed is a pretty siloed, weaponized version of tribalism. If I really want to get out there, if I really want to explore, I have to make a concerted effort. Most people don't, myself included. The folks at Kind, they do the Kind Bar. It's that really like a snacky, goodness, protein, granola bar sort of deal. They did a campaign called Burst Your Bubble. And what they did was they gathered a group of people and asked them if they felt that their perspectives were broad, if their perspectives were open. And all of these people, I'm guessing filtered in advance, all said yes. So then what they did was they told each person, we went online and we pulled all of your public feeds and we plotted the information on a graph to see where the information is skewed. With no exception, every single one of those people who thought that they were proactively seeking information that was a broad spectrum of views, all of them were in a silo. Some of them were a bit more spread out than others, and a few had errant dots on the other side, but every last one of them was clustered to one side of the spectrum or the other. And then what kind did next was pretty remarkable. There was a button on the tablet. And they said, if you push that button, we will adjust your feed. We will add to your feed very diverse views, opposing views, people who you may or may not like, people who may or may not like you. The look on each person's face was both terrifying and heartbreaking because every single one of them looked scared. It was as if the blood drained out of their face. One of them even said, is it safe? But then, and again, this is an edited, produced commercial, so it went the way they wanted it to go, but each one of those people pushed that button. And as the graphics sprayed across the screen and their feeds got truly integrated, I began to cry, as did many of the people for whom it was happening, because I thought to myself, wouldn't it be nice if it were that easy? And maybe it is. Maybe it is really that simple. Bursting my own bubble. That's what Open Bubble is about. It's literally about two random strangers getting together for a cup of coffee with no other motive than having a cup of coffee. 
It's not a networking app. It's not a dating app. It's literally just, I'm sitting in a coffee shop. Perhaps I got the wrong day and the person I was supposed to meet isn't coming and I'm sitting there by myself. And instead of just sitting there looking at my phone, I could have a choice to have a coffee with a stranger. Maybe that person becomes a new friend or maybe we just have a cup of coffee and go our separate ways. I'll be talking more about Open Bubble in the coming weeks, and I'll probably even have George on the show to talk a little bit about this further. But he and I were talking this week, and he's the one who shared with me this beautiful thought that 97% of my encounters with strangers don't change my life. 100% of them do. And the point that we came to in our conversation this week was these triggers that people have when I meet someone who's different than I am and I feel that flash, that tense, that moment, that trigger. How is it that we can maybe diffuse the trigger, not deny its existence, but diffuse the trigger sufficiently to lower the heat so that people who are opposed can actually have a conversation with each other? Meaningful conversations can happen between two people who are diametrically opposed. You just have to remove that moment of heat from the equation. 97% of my encounters with strangers don't change my life. 100% of them do. So the next time someone says, don't talk to strangers, take a page out of my book. They're not strangers. They're just the friends you haven't met yet. Here we are the end of another episode. So sad. But it's not really. Because there is an entire library of Talk Unleashed podcast episodes you can enjoy. And a whole bunch more yet to come. Make sure you don't miss any. Subscribe. Follow. Heck, set up a carrier pigeon network if you like. Whatever it takes, just make sure you don't miss any of these conversations. And since conversations do require dialogue, meaning two, meaning back and forth, I want to hear from you. Who would you like to hear from? What topics would you like to hear addressed? Drop a line to talkunleashed at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, thanks for listening. Catch you next week. Thank you.